episode of Unique Kid Podcast. Like always, I'm so happy to have you in here. And just to give you a quick recap, we're in season one where we're going to be breaking down comparison to bits and pieces and learning how to face the different personalities of comparison and trying to overcome them in our healthy ways instead of just jumping into it. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about upward comparison. I'm pretty sure you've heard of what it is in my previous episodes because I've talked about it a lot, but I never really got to describing it down to the details. So that's what we're going to be doing because this is the most common, most evil personality of comparison. But it doesn't have to be because we're going to learn how to turn upward comparison to upward joy. First of all, what is upward comparison? Upward comparison is this idea that we are always comparing to those who we see are performing better than us. Of course, since comparison is based off of the idea of us wanting to improve, it makes sense that upward comparison is what we do, which is trying to compare with those who we see as above us in a certain way, which could be in skills, abilities, looks, um, relationships, any different aspect of their life. But what it says is that Our typical inclination is to compare upwards. This was also found or coined by the same person who found the social comparison theory. And yeah, just want to give him the credit for recognizing this pattern within us human beings. The identifiers or how you recognize that you're going towards an upward comparison is that we start feeling the sense of discomfort around the person we're comparing with. They could be our friends, they could be someone that we've been close with, but now we don't feel so comfortable with them anymore because they have something that we see as we don't have. We see them as happier or more popular or more successful. And one of the key ways to identify that we are going through that emotion or through that whole psychology of upward comparison is by knowing that we have started feeling uncomfortable around that person. So... I'm pretty sure you've had that experience where someone's a great friend of yours and they accomplished or achieved something that that just came as a surprise to you. And even if it wasn't a surprise to you, they achieved something and I just don't feel that comfortable around them anymore. Maybe because you feel like you're inferior to them in a certain way or because you just don't know how to be around them anymore because you want to be happy for them, but you're not able to trigger those feelings in yourself. The other identifier is isolation. Like I said before, we want to be in this place where you're not around people because we start to isolate ourselves from people. We start to kind of distance apart from people because we see ourselves as these unique beings. We are unique, but this is different from that. We start seeing ourselves that we're separate from others and we do not belong to a group of people. So that's the second identifier of upward comparison. Third one is an inferiority complex. So this feeling that we feel that we're inferior to the person that we're comparing to, that we're lesser than them, we have lesser than them, and we're never going to be as good as what they are and never going to have what they have. This can trigger a lot of different emotions in us. 
I never said that it's going to be all negative emotions, by the way. Let me tell you first about the positive emotions that it gives drugs to. Because we're awesome and we can always, always have great emotions out of something that is negative, like comparison. So the positive comparisons, sorry, positive emotions it gives drugs to is, first of all, motivation. You know, that sense of motivation you feel like, I can do this too. I'm going to get this because I know this is possible and I'm going to be better than them. I'm going to do this. I'm going to work on my skills and I'm going to improve from here because I understand where I am right now and I know that there's space for me to grow. So we are drawing high levels of motivation from comparison. We have this push within us that let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get this mark. Let's get this job let's get this interview let's you know just get that thing that we are wanting to get so that motivation the second motivation or the second positive thing it gives rise to is wanting to follow in the footsteps of the role model so pretty much all of us have people that inspire us people that we see as the role models people that are absolutely our dream person to meet you know so the positive emotion this comparison gives rise to is wanting to follow their footsteps discovering how they did what they did, you know, just wanting to be who they are by following their footsteps. So that is a positive emotion because we are using a framework that is proven because we've seen the result and their success. And we're using a framework that we know is not going to fail. So wanting to follow that framework is a positive emotion. This gives rise to inspired action and maybe we start feeling more motivated. We start having that push like, no, don't stop right now because you know what's going to happen for you if you keep going because this happened for them, it can happen for me. So these are all very positive, beautiful emotions that upward comparison gives rise to. Now let's get to the little bit of negative emotions that it triggers that sometimes we want to get away from, we want to run away from, but that's not the solution. The solution is to face them head on. But to face them, we first need to identify what they are. This emotion that we start feeling is one of them is feeling handicapped, feeling like we're unable to move or do anything about it. We have this urge that, you know, the other person is doing so well that we don't know where to start. We feel like we have no starting point. We have no skills or abilities. And we feel this, like, you know how um, you just feel like you can't even pick yourself up or get up from that place. It might be extreme to call it completely handicapped, but you understand what I'm talking about because handicapped is that feeling that we can't, uh, we feel like there's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing that we can improve or change about our situation. This is also that feeling that we're stuck. We're going to be at the point that we're in forever. There's nowhere we can go from here. And it also gives us choice, this feeling that we feel like a bad person, you know, Sometimes I genuinely feel like I'm not a good person for comparing myself to others because how can I not be happy for them? How can I, you know, just find so much hate within myself? And how does that dark place come in, into me? So we start hating ourselves because we see ourselves as bad people. But trust me, you're not a bad person for comparing. You're not a bad person for wanting something good for yourself. And you're not a bad person for not being happy for others' happiness. I'm going to teach you exactly how to be happy for others' happiness in just two minutes. But let's just identify the negative emotions that you're experiencing and 
they're not just unique to you and we all experience the same negative emotions that this thing called upward comparison triggers. We also may sabotage the efforts of other people so that they perform less well. You know that feeling that we get that we don't know the handicap feeling that I just discussed about, that we don't know how to improve on our own skills or how to do better for ourselves. The other solution that we find to it often, this monkey brain of ours, <laughs> we want to sabotage others' position. We see it this way. If we can't go up, bring others down to bring to be on the same level. I know when I say it out loud, some of you might be raising your eyebrows at how is she even saying this. But this is the truth. We experience it, but we're so ashamed to accept it that we have been that person who has that thought within us. And trust me, it's okay to have this thought. It's okay to feel this way. And it's nothing to be ashamed of about because if we recognize it, only then can we work on it. Now, like I was saying before, all these negative emotions lie within us. And there is a very simple way to get rid of all of them. That is by turning our comparison, our upward comparison into upward drive. So one of the easiest ways to get rid of negative emotions is not directly by working on negative emotions. Like I'm going to make a conscious choice to not think this way. That is not going to work. It's psychologically proven that when we do that, when we try to you know, force ourselves to get rid of a bad habit, it only comes back stronger and stronger have you tried dieting by the way you know when you're trying not to go for that piece of chocolate you're like i'm not gonna have it i'm not gonna have it i'm not gonna have it the next thing you know you're not just having a piece of chocolate you're having the whole chocolate bar <laughs> so it's not the best way best solution to work on our negative habits or our negative emotions the solution is to embrace or to kind of enhance our positive emotions enhance our positive habits Back to upward comparison versus upward drive. The reason why I mentioned it, because these two terms are often used as synonyms and they were coined by the same gentleman, Festinger, in 1954. He said that upward comparison and upward drive are replaceable words. They are words that you can use interchangeably and they are synonyms of one another. But the way I see it, upward drive can be seen as something more positive and it can be seen as something that drives us towards all the beautiful positive emotions, which is positivity, which is motivation towards doing better and having that inspired action instead of what upward comparison usually triggers in us, which is feeling handicapped, feeling stuck, feeling like a bad person and having that unexplained feeling of resentment and also wanting to sabotage others sometimes to bring them down to our level if we're not able to get ahead. So the way I see it, our drive is something that motivates us towards those positive emotions and actually allows us to use all that time that we put in into competing into something useful, something that is adding value to our lives and potentially to others' lives as well instead of just using it as a way to bring us down as a way to even push us down further from where we are right now or where we might be currently. So our drive can be ignited. It has its factors that strengthen it. And similarly, upward comparison has factors that strengthen it as well. Because if you see it in the theories aspect of the way, they are both the same terms. So 
there are ways that these two things are stranded or can be weakened, right? The first one being physical environment. So how does physical environment impact all of this? We are human beings at the end of the day, right? We have our insecurities and we have this personality that we would rather not want anyone else to see. So when we are talking to the person who we are comparing ourselves to, we are less less motivated to work towards those positive feelings. We are less motivated to have that inspiration to work on our abilities, towards our skills, to improve ourselves if we're directly talking to the person that we compare ourselves with. So an example of this would be if I am generally scared of, let's say, not scared, but generally comparing my cooking skills to Gordon Ramsay, let's say. And Gordon Ramsay one day shows up in front of me and we are talking. So, okay, first of all, I'm going to be absolutely starstruck because he is amazing and this might be a way too superior of an example. But let's put it in picture, okay? So let's say I'm talking to Gordon Ramsay and I am a beginner of a chef. So if I'm directly talking to him, I'm going to question my skills and abilities. And it's going to more than jealousy because it's hard to be jealous of Gordon Ramsay. He's that good. But then more than jealousy, I'm going to feel, you know, that just this is not possible for me. I'm stuck. It's impossible to be at the level he's at. I'm going to feel handicapped. I'm going to feel that I'm never going to get out of the situation that I'm in right now. This will also kind of make me hate him a little bit. Like, how the hell does he do it? How the hell is he this good? And how has he made it so impossible for me to be that good? Instead, what could have been better? I know meeting Gordon Ramsay would be awesome, but what our physical environment, the way it impacts us is that if I was alone and I was thinking about how good Gordon Ramsay is and how I want to improve my cooking skills, this would allow me to kind of motivate myself to think of ways how this is more possible. But when we are let we are less motivated if making the comparison if we're talking to the person that we're making the comparison with. So we're less motivated to work on our skills and abilities and our willingness to improve, it goes down if you're directly talking to the person that we're making the comparison with versus our motivation goes higher if we are by ourselves, if we are not in public, if you're not talking to that person directly. So our motivation, that means we're going towards upward drive instead of upward comparison. If we are by ourselves, simply with our thoughts, thinking about that benchmark, that place of competition. So going back to my cooking example, let's say I was alone and I started thinking about how could I improve my cooking and I see Gordon Ramsay as a role model, I'll start thinking about how can I improve? How can I do better over here? And what would be the step one? What would be the absolute step one to go from where I am to going one step further to improve my skills and abilities? So that would be upward drive. That would be a positive emotion the motivation to do better, and the motivation to go forward. So how do we develop this reflex where we are kind of having that motivation instead of feeling stuck? My recommendation to you would be that place yourself in a physical environment where it supports your growth, which means that you place yourself alone. So instead of directly talking to the person, who triggers those feelings of jealousy and resentment, 
you are you first sit down with yourself alone i'm not saying don't ever talk to them again because they might be a friend you could have an in any number of relation with them you could have any relation with them and i'm not going to put a word on it because they could be your friend your family anyone okay so i'm not going to say don't ever talk to them but before you talk to them and it's great that you have recognized that you have this feeling towards them first sit down with yourself because what this physical environment um factor guides us to do is that it tells us that we are more motivated to work on ourselves improve ourselves when we are by ourselves so now imagine you're sitting in your room and you're thinking about how you compete with this person how you how they are a benchmark of how well you're doing so rather than thinking of how you feel take off what action must what actions must have that person taken to be where they are first question second question i'm going to ask you to answer to yourself is what challenges would they have faced now this really puts things into perspective because it allows you to see that that person you see ha- who has everything they did not achieve it with no obstacles with no hurdles i can guarantee you that they did face hurdles along the way do you think gordon ramsay turned into who he is today by just being himself cooking was a gift to him no if you think of it gordon ramsay went through a lot of different aspects in his life where i'm pretty sure he questioned where he's the best chef or not he did not stop at, he did not start at the top he got to the top and there were definitely hurdles and you know little bumps on the way so the second question you're going to ask yourself is what challenges did that person face to be where they are third question how much practice must it have taken them in terms of time and in terms of efforts and fourth question once you have all of this answered you design a timeline for yourself because clearly if you are in a certain way benchmarking yourself against them that means you want to have this ability in yourself too and we cannot have that ability without having a plan for it because not having a plan is a plan as well so no plan will take you nowhere so your plan is going to be designing a timeline for yourself based off of understanding what actions did that person take what challenges that person faced and how much practice did it take for them to be where they are now you could completely answer all these questions by yourself or you could research them cuz we're so grateful for google for putting everything on our fingertips you could google about that career about that ability about that skill find an online course and see how you could practice it i hope you're able to get into this practice of instant instantly kind of isolating yourself from the situation where you feel jealous or resentment taking that time with yourself and reflecting upon all these different questions the second big factor of this moderation of the strength of upward comparison and drive is judgment so judgment in the sense that how how much risk are we at at being of being judged as inferior so oftentimes we have this inferiority complex it's this it's this scared feeling that we are so scared to be judged by someone else and we do not want to be see as, seen as someone inferior especially by the one that we are comparing ourselves against so we're more motivated to improve our skills and abilities when the person we are comparing ourselves to 
does not treat us poorly. So what that means is that we are less motivated when we don't feel that the person that we are comparing to would treat us with respect. And we're more motivated towards upward drive and kind of motivation and having that inspiration to act upon our abilities. If the person we are comparing ourselves against does not see us as someone inferior. So we are letting go of the fear of judgment by making sure that the person we're comparing ourselves against is not someone who sees us as someone less. Let me just explain how this makes sense. Now, if I was comparing myself, you know what? I'm just gonna take the same example again, cooking, Gordon Ramsay, okay? Cause it's simple, cause I can explain it really well. Um, <laughs> the idea is to be careful who you benchmark yourself against. So someone, who will treat you with respect if you express the willingness to learn and follow their steps instead of someone who would judge you who would who you know will for sure see you as someone who someone inferior if you were to express your feelings to them if you expressed your feeling to grow to them i'm not saying that they're a bad person i'm not saying that it is a negative experience all i'm saying is that picking the right person to compare ourselves against because there are people who we in our heads know that will judge us if they knew that who we are and they will see us as inferior. And there are people who would see us as equal, someone who are, we are not afraid of being judged by. Again, let's say I was learning how to cook and I wanted to develop my abilities in cooking. Now, if I were to benchmark myself against Chef Gordon Ramsay, I know for a fact that I will definitely feel inferior to him because of course, I mean, he's up there and I'm completely benchmarking myself against someone who's way too superior and someone who will give rise to this feeling of judgment and this feeling of being inferior to him, right? But if I were to benchmark my cooking against my mom, now her cooking is significantly better than mine. And it is something that I want to accomplish as well. So just by being mindful of who I'm comparing my cooking against, which would be my mom in this case, let's say I approach her and I let her know, hi, mom, I'm trying to improve my cooking skills. I know for a fact that I will not receive any judgment or any kind of you know, the inferiority complex if I were to express this um, feeling to her, to her. And she is someone who will not give rise to my insecurities. So picking that person that we are benchmarking ourselves against is very important. Like I know sometimes these feelings can be quite natural and you can't really, you feel like you don't really have a choice, but we have to be mindful. We have to reach out to someone who will treat us with respect and someone who will recognize our willingness to grow and we don't want to pick the person who we, who we compare with and who we feel jealous towards because we will unknowingly express the negative emotion to them, which will only make us and them feel worse. I know we can have that higher overarching goal. So my overarching goal could be having cooking skills as good as Gordon Ramsay's, but I will let that go for now and I will push back a little bit and I will bring it to my mom's cooking skills. Now, in a real-life example, this could be that you're comparing yourself against a student who has a 90 in the class, 
whereas you have a 50. So instead of doing that, instead of completely benchmarking against someone who's super smart, someone who you see as they have it all, and if you were to talk to them, they'll just see you as someone who's stupid. You know, if you talk to them, they'll be like, this is so easy. Like, this just comes easy to me. So that judgment, that fear of inferiority, that will completely send us back into our deep, dark emotions, that negativity, that place in ourselves where we can't help but feel jealous. Instead, find a friend who has a 70, who has a mark of 70, and talk to them. They will guide you because they will understand that you're coming from a place of willingness to grow. And find a friend who you think is not going to judge you. Because when we have that person who is not going to judge us, who we have as someone that we benchmark against, who we know that we're not going to feel inferior from because they're our friend, because our mark is not the only thing that kind of connects us or we're talking to them for, we're able to put ourselves on the same level as them and then grow from there because we'll be more motivated to improve our skills and abilities when the person we're comparing to does not treat us poorly. So that's on judgment. And there are we go. There we go with how to go from upward comparison to upward drive. And I hope that makes sense. And I hope you are able to put that in practice. And let me just do a quick overview of just what I just said, because I know it was a lot and it can get a lot to take in. So first one being be mindful of your physical environment. So when you feel the resentment and jealousy building up towards someone, put yourself alone. Take some time to reflect upon the feelings. Think, think about what actions did that person take, what challenges that person faced, how much practice did it take for them to get where they are. This could be done through Google or directly talking to that person. And then designing a timeline for yourself. Designing a timeline for yourself as to how are you going to achieve, let's say, 50% of what they have achieved. And then maybe we can go from 50 to 100, right? And the other recommendation there was do not directly talk to them before you have thought of these questions, before you have gotten yourself into the place of working towards these questions, because it's only going to make your make you question yourself more if you started to talk to them directly. And that resentment is sooner or later going to be very clear on your face and your actions to them and to yourself. So be kind to the person, be kind to yourself and sort the issues first by yourself. The second one was judgment. So making sure that we are benchmarking ourselves against someone who we know is not going to judge us, someone that we know is not going to see us as someone inferior, but someone who we know is going to help us grow, someone bring us up with themselves. So those are my two recommendations. I hope you're able to put them in practice. My challenge to you today is going to be Find that one area in your life where you have been feeling dissatisfaction because you're comparing yourself to everyone out there and find a benchmark who is more close to you, someone you know who's not going to judge you. And similarly for the environment thing, try to think of all the possible questions I just told you about and sit along with your thoughts before you go out and talk to them. And I hope this works out for you. Thank you so much for listening in. I absolutely love you guys. We're on our road to discovery. Let's get from upward comparison to upward drive. You're almost there. Just follow these steps and let me know how it goes. Thank you so much for listening in. I'll see you in the next episode. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for sharing your time with me. You're super special and we are here to unlock the uniqueness within you. I'm grateful that you decided to carve out this time for yourself. Hopefully what I shared with you today will help you get closer to the true you. If this episode did help you, then be sure to share it with someone else you know that might need it. That mission you and I share will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how to live intuitionally and how to discover our true unique selves, self-acceptance, self-discovery, and connecting with who we are. 